Welcome to More Than Hashtags, a practical social media podcast that provides real application. What's working, what's next, what's trending. Bum, 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 bum. We're going to add in some fun segments to the show. Hey, I'm Adam Lidecker, social media practitioner, Vincent's friend. And apparently I like to do a lot of interviews. Yeah, what are you up to now? Like 30? 21. 21? Two weeks. Woohoo! That's a pretty good average. Uh, yeah, it's, it's me. I'm here. Hey, Vincent. <laughs> uh, CMO at Brandish Social I'm Media. Vincent. Yeah, Vincent Orlick, the president of Social Media Club Phoenix and co-host of More Than Hashtags and CMO at Brandish Social Media LLC. And in case you tuned in the wrong show, not a guru. No despiser of all gurus and posers how you doing Vincent good good uh freshly blocked freshly blocked on Twitter um which is always I, it's always a good accomplishment <laughs> right yeah I mean you know it's it's kind of like yeah I well we won't go into Twitter it. didn't block you yeah. no You're Twitter right. didn't block me yeah I was blocked by someone else so yeah, so, yeah it's all media. good it's all good all good in the hood well, I just want to do a little, uh, before we get into the show, maybe like switch it up. Hey, guys, what can you expect from the show so you can tune in and listen to the whole show? Yeah, and then we'll talk about our sponsors and <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> what? We have some new segments. Uh, <laughs> appro- yeah. Appropriately called Don't At Me and Hold My Beer. Yeah, the Hold My Beer one is primed to be sponsored by a local local IPA or yeah. somebody. Yeah, you're having a nice beverage right now. Uh, I I am that. Yeah, it's, the, <laughs> it's gone now. It's it is. It's it was not uh, hashtag not whiskey. Hashtag not whiskey. Urban. If um, it was, we'll take that sponsorship as well. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah. There's some good segments coming up. But hey, don't at me, bro. Yeah, don't at me. That's that's at me, bro. So if you're not familiar, it's when you have an opinion about something, you put it out there on the socials. And you don't care that people may not agree with you. You don't even care. You're really not even caring about other people's opinions. We're not taking it quite that far. Oh, no, no, no. Which is, that's like the urban dictionary. And at times more tongue-in-cheek and fun, but. Yeah, totally. Totally. But don't, don't at me. It, it's funny you added bro at the end. And it, it kind of like the don't tase me, bro. <laughs> that's where you got that from this is yeah. don't at me bro. maybe we just change it to don't at me bro and add the bro at the end man because that, that actually makes it even more funnier it does it does it's a combination of two memes so um which i have strong opinions on but that's not the strong opinion you don't have. at me bro don't at me listen don't at me for calling out fake facebook and instagram accounts all right dig, okay. into, dig into that a little bit Every quarter, we sit here and have to listen to Facebook and Instagram tell us about how many new users they have. And then every quarter, uh, or at least the last quarter, I, I think it was the last quarter, Twitter got zero new users, which I don't even know how that's possible. Wow. But it happened, right? I mean, I have zero idea how they got zero new users uh, that boggles my mind. 
I just realized, sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. You're recording with your headphones. Yes. And so am I, which... Yes. I don't feel so... um, We'll see what the difference is this time. Under-equipped this episode. Oh, we're fine. (laughs) In fact, in fact, we don't want to give it away, but there may be some focus on this little show here in a little publication online called Social Media Today uh, that talks about podcast equipment that we may have a little piece of. Which you set it up. Up nice. I, I don't know because the premise of why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The premise is that, that you know we're trying to trying to show people a way to do it where you don't have to have all kinds of expensive equipment. But we get off topic. Um, Go back to the other episode. Start a podcast. Listen to that episode. And we'll talk. We'll probably talk about it later. Uh, the the so you're the, taking this in a different I, angle because when you said fake Facebook and Instagram users accounts, yeah, accounts. Well, I was actually users. thinking about people buying fake users, but right? You, yeah. Well, that it plays into it. You're taking it right to the source. It plays into it. Yeah, That's I mean, I, no, I don't think I don't think Facebook is creating fake accounts, or on Facebook or Instagram. I think, just like we all know, as as we talked about it last episode, like you said, it's it's fake. There's fake things happening, and my point is that literally for the last four years, every quarter. Facebook user growth has been roughly how many hundreds of millions every quarter? <laughs> What's so you like? You're opening an account for your, like your dog and your child, apparently. I mean, and then when I, at one point I put this out there, and or I found a post, someone talked about it, and and there was a couple of people that were like, "Oh yeah, I, what do you mean? Doesn't everybody have multiple accounts on Facebook?" I mean, I'm not surprised to hear that. I I know I know for business purposes we for business purposes, yeah. You know, it's use different emails, and look, I get it. Uh, My point is that there's a lot of there's a lot of that. There's also a lot of people that um, have multiple accounts because maybe they had an account five years ago or eight years ago when they first got on Facebook, and that account. For whatever reason, they're like, oh, I don't want to use that account anymore. I just want to create a new account, start over, blah, blah, blah. And now they have a new account. But there is an increase. Multiple accounts. We have no, we mentioned last episode, there's an increase of fake friend requests as of late. Well, that too. Um, I, actually, I get them every day, yeah. I actually got an interesting, I mean, I'm just going to say this to warn people. Um, I actually got an interesting one today on LinkedIn that I often check who, who looks at my profile on LinkedIn. So when I looked the first time, I'm actually going to bring it up right now so I can get it right. Somebody looked at my LinkedIn profile and you reciprocate. You look, who is this person? Why are they mm-hmm. looking at my profile? Mm-hmm. So this, then I went back. So they looked at my profile 22 hours later, 22 hours ago. And they looked at it again, uh, three hours ago. And then they updated their title. This wasn't there the first time. It said, viewed my question, viewed my profile question mark. Let's connect only on LinkedIn though. But when you click in, it is clearly a fake account. It's uh, this Jones character. Yeah. What makes it clearly a fake account on LinkedIn? Adam? Uh, well, okay. A little bit. So here, well, it's the third connection. So we have no mutual connections and they live like in the Bay area. They're CEO at self-employed for 10 years and then education. So that's it. Just education. 
and they have uh, there are no endorsements for any skills. What's the profile photo look like? Uh, like a really attractive stock photo of you know someone selling a in car insurance or I don't know something. <laughs> it, it doesn't. It 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 it's not. It's too polished, too real, mm-hmm. um, or not not real, too fake. But anyways, all that to say is they updated that little title the second time because they saw that I like I looked at their profile. They saw mm-hmm. that, which is interesting. I, I, it goes off on a tangent, but this, no, it's all the same. It's all the same across because it, all networks. It's yeah. like, what's the goal? I friend them up, and then what? I'm the key for them to actually get to my other friends. Um, so typically if you haven't met the person in real life or interacted them on the, on socials in, in Facebook groups or on Twitter chats or stuff, um, yeah, I get, I, on Twitter, I mean, I'm sorry, on Facebook, I got some that had like 15 mutual friends and they're all people in our circle. And I still highly doubt that that person's a real person. Yep. It's, and it's just because they, you, you have 15 mutual friends because they, somebody got in first. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, or the other people, they just, they're just ones that accept yeah. friend requests when they come through. They don't look at it, which happens for sure. I, I look at them all and I get these these weird friend requests. Like, they're obviously spam. I don't know if they're bots, but they're spam. Um, I mean, what you said about Twitter. You mark them as spam. <laughs> to a zero growth, that, that doesn't even make sense to me. Like, I know, like, during the election, there was 500,000 bots. No, and then they were saying that January, February, March, April, May, June. I want. I think it was, was it Q2? Because this, the it just, it came out like. Because there could be upwards of like in the millions of bots with like legitimate looking accounts. All with, all that require their own email addresses. Yeah, look. So, okay, recode. Recode.net, July 27th, 2017. Story. Twitter added zero users last quarter. No. So I'm surprised you don't remember this, actually. Well, I do. Talk about it. Actually, if if that's their reporting. So what I'm thinking is, is they're self-reporting and discrediting known fake accounts. They're discrediting. So they might know these these 500,000 bot accounts. Two million bot accounts that I don't know were just created. I don't know because because they they had to have known because another ridiculous thing is those that, they're more active than nor, nor real users. <laughs> well, the other ridiculous thing around this is that the user growth determines your the share price of these public companies like Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that user growth is is the a big determining factor is always been a problem for me. I, I mean, I get, I kind of get why that's why they're stock analysts and stuff are using that, but it doesn't, if you actually work in the space or know anything about it, other than just like on a financial level, that makes no sense. Right. The user growth, especially, so coming back to this point, especially knowing now with the news that just came out that we talked about last week about the, all the, all the new, um, pages and stuff that came out, um, from the with the Russian ads and and everything on Facebook, like those Facebook pages, ha- they have to be linked to profiles. Can they be linked to like one profile? Sure, like one profile can be linked to 
I don't know what the limit is for Facebook pages, but, but oh, you mean so, like Facebook ads and, well, I mean, you have to have a, a user account. You can't just have a page and run an, an ad. Right. User account to have a, have a page to run alone. It. Right. Yeah. The page has to be linked to a personal profile, but also and, and an ad account. At, right after that, they said all these, um, fake Facebook events. Well, that's Yeah. <laughs> so, which is, which is, I mean, yeah, anybody can set those up, but those are being set up by some sort of fake accounts. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not the real people setting them up, obviously. Um, the thing with Twitter having zero user growth, like when, when it's determined, when user growth determines the stock price for them, they had to have known that coming out and saying zero, literally zero hmm. users would, that would be damaging because they're already getting taken hits left and right. And like, that, that's I, I just I don't understand strategy zero <laughs> user growth because they and then the previous quarter so Q1 this year January February and March they had added nine million new users huh. and then Q2 April May June they didn't add any new users so I, sure what you're saying when when did they add nine million Q1 this year so when we did that follower count, like which real follower counts of, of uh, Mr. 45, it was like seven or 8 million fake users there. Uh, anyways. Uh, oh, well, yeah. It's, I guess like what the 0% growth concerns me is like in our world, um, you know, planning what networks you want to be on and have a presence at. Like if you're trying to convince like a C- your CMO or somebody higher up, just where you should spend time and money. Um, you know, I've had tremendous success on, on Twitter. Sure. Because there's certain very active communities there. Uh, but that could definitely shy people off. Uh, well, look, if for the last year, at least there's, we've known about all the, I mean, on Twitter, how <laughs> many millions of fake accounts, you see them every day. You saw them even more during the election and, and time last year as well. Fake engagement. Yeah. Um, you see people, I see people who we, we know, um, get fake engagement, some knowingly, uh, some because they, they happen. Yeah. It happened because they use a certain hashtag and now those bot accounts are like <laughs> latched onto that, <laughs> that account. Like barnacles. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. I, I don't know if it was like, uh, mentioning news about the president or mentioning you know, hashtags, like. But, but I, well, one in particular, ridiculous. yeah, one in particular, it had nothing to do with, with anything like that, political, president, nothing. It was, it was something very generic, um, very, not even necessarily social media related. It's just a hashtag that, it's not even a super common hashtag that I see a lot of people use, except maybe in one or two industries. So, and you, and you know the one I'm talking about. Um, so it, it was just, yeah, it's, it's. It's very weird. So anyway, with the Facebook, Facebook and Instagram, you know, Instagram, the, to touch on that, the, the accounts, the accounts grew, have grown. Um, funny thing, the timing lines up with when they gave people the ability to manage more than one account um, within, within one log, like the login on their phone. So yeah. now that you can have five, manage up to five at a time, 
as soon as that changed, yep. all of a sudden, there's a lot more user growth. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. Well, and, and we know about the kids doing the whole Instagram thing, the fake Instagram accounts where they have multiple accounts. One is like their real one. Right. Is the one that they use to, to, to stalk. And Actually, a lot of people have that. Not just, um, yes. you know, I don't know. But it started with the it started with with definitely with like team yeah because there's been people like in in media reporters so they'll have like a a front facing one and they'll have like crazy zany photos on their personal one which is very hard to find um, so Twitter multiple Twitter accounts and multiple Instagram accounts make sense to me Facebook not so much like right. very limited but definitely. Um, it, yeah, so for them counting it, I know there was some uh, one industry in particular was uh, counting users. Uh, no, oh, they were counting act daily active, monthly active users based on sign in activity. So if you sign in on the app, sign in on on the uh, desktop, and sign in on mobile, they counted you one person as three users, which is just wonky, <laughs> you know. And it, it's all to. Uh, yeah. So in any case, yeah, it's goosing the numbers. It's cooking the books. Oh, I like that. You just did like that's what it. Is. I mean, if for the in the social media world, it's cooking the books because if your stock price, as we know, is based heavily on user growth, adding users, then for Twitter to come out and say zero, guess what? Like, to at least they're being honest because they could certainly add accounts and let people add crazy accounts all over the place and oh hey look at our user growth because no one asks no one ever asks about well what are what are the accounts like they don't bother to the content of it or what are these accounts what, what do they look like do they have are they following 3,000 and they have 12 followers because that's sign number one you see them all over the place of the ones that have hardly any followers, but they follow a couple thousand accounts. Yep. Right. And those ones are fake bots all the way, all the way, man. So anyway, well, don't at me or at all. I got to say is <laughs> Vincent has put you on notice social That's media it. platforms. That's it, man. That's don't it. add him. Just fix it. Look, what's, what's today? September, September the 13th, 13th, 2017. Talk to me in, in five years. Let's see where we're at with, with what breaks in the news about, about fake accounts on these platforms. Oh, happen. man. So, hey, why don't you hold my beer? Facebook Watch says, hey, we're making original content and challenging YouTube and maybe some other streaming services like Netflix, Amazon Prime. And Amazon says, wait, hold my beer. Hold my beer. Let me let me let me take this on here. Tell me, that's give it to me. Yeah, that's where we're coming. Come on. Yeah. So like they're yeah, and I think you're exactly right. We talked about Facebook Watch a while ago and who it was going to be against, and we think most directly now that it's launched, if you guys haven't noticed, little TV screen uh on the bottom of the mobile app. Where does it show up on uh on desktop? On desktop it's in the, the upper left. Uh, upper left like corner. You can tell how often I use desktop. Where market, <laughs> it's, it's where marketplace is. Marketplace and and watch. So, yeah, so you got like the little TV screen with a play button. Uh, looks very similar to a YouTube play button. Um, 
and now that go check it out uh varies in lengths varies in topics uh it looks like what's trending bubbles up at the top uh some shows with people we know like micro and um other you know video celebrities that have been out around and some brand new shows very few <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then just random little shorts and i can't like I can't pinpoint, like, if this was on TV, what network would this be? Would it be the CW? Would it be, I don't know. It's, it's, it's YouTube. It's a YouTube competitor. It looks, it looks extremely similar to YouTube, even, even after YouTube's kind of re, redesign recently. So, yeah, I mean, so they're going to they're gonna try. We're going to see if it works. And as always, if uh, they might kill it because that's what companies do. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Because again, I, I think it'll do all right. I don't know, man. I it's like we've talked about, right? It's it's the content. It's who are they going to get? It's going to draw me in to watch stuff on there. Be, because as of right now, me personally, yeah, there's really not much. I mean, I'm sure some people are interested in like the Ball family. Um, That's our, a good point. I was going to ask you, like, what was your use usage? Because I've went back in twice, and. <laughs> Like there's one uh, Nas Daily one minute videos. Yeah, he's going around the globe. It's Even Gary Gary V, you know Gary Vanderchuk. He'll be exclusive over there. In there, um, so so they'll get they'll get marketers, but not much else for me because it looks oh. a lot of it looks like visual clickbait. Therefore, I'm thinking it's going to be a little substance, and that's okay. Maybe that's like the little mind, you know. It's a start. I, I mean, we're definitely going to look back at how it is right now in like a year and be like, Oh, look at what they started with. You know, like sure. I can't imagine. I think, I think when we first heard about this a few weeks ago, a couple of months ago, we were talking about what they, what they might do for, for bringing people in. Like they're going to need to bring in certain people, stars, directors, shows, like, like maybe they, they could afford it, but I don't think they have the, the, um, anything in place yet to produce shows facebook i know they were they had money set aside to pay content creators right but they don't have like facebook productions or something where they can whereas netflix is making movies right now i'll I'll throw one out there counterproductive to the actual producers of these videos but say like facebook stepped up with enough cash and said we want ted talks exclusively on facebook watch right right so i mean Something like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, and to be honest, that would be a great example of and a perfect fit because the, what's on there right now, it feels like they're trying to compete with YouTube and they're trying to go with all these like yeah clickbaity type things, but also a, a, a young audience. And I, I just I don't know that the young audience is is going to all of a sudden start watching there. What they're emulating oh, is a lot of the quick little bites that i'm seeing similar to what i'm seeing in snapchat discovery but stylistically dude even even starting out the content that they have they should they know their numbers right they know who is on the platform who's who's spending how much time i have no idea why they wouldn't produce content like mike rowe probably falls into this Mm -hmm. this demographic right of of who who would appeal to their biggest audience and potentially people that are going to watch the content on there. 
Right. Why well, wouldn't they do more like History Channel or? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say old people, <laughs> but it's an older audience. It's not the kid, kids like like my 17 year old is not going to go and watch Facebook. Right. Watch but when like my mom and her mom got on Facebook, uh, my grandma's not on Facebook, but point still remains when, when uh, they haven't left Facebook, <laughs> they haven't went over to house party <laughs> or anything else like that. So how is, how is Amazon holding Facebook's beer? <laughs> Uh, Amazon is, is holding their beer, um, right? Well, no, it's other way around. Facebook is holding Amazon's beer because Facebook is saying, Hey, we're doing this. And Amazon's like, hold my beer. Gotcha. Give it to them. Right. So Amazon just created or is coming out with lore, L O R E, which is a show horror show based on a super popular podcast. So they're taking this, this podcast, turning it into a TV show, an original, a series. Yeah. Um, I I can't, I'm sure they'll release them all at once. Right. Maybe not. Or is that a Netflix thing more so? Cause they, they do man in the high castle all at once. Yeah. I think they'll release them all at once. And, but it's definitely, they could have went, different directions but they're stepping up and really leading the way as far as um, new type of content by taking and you're, we're going to see more of this well they took podcasts. speaking of man in the high castle that was a book that was a book that, that they turned into a tv show they they bought the rights i would assume or they paid whoever to produce it and they turned it into a tv show a, a multiple season series and i, and I would say that is probably more stereotypical and then we started seeing like oh sure julie and julia being a blog go to a movie and now we're seeing another medium audio podcasts be turning into um like startup uh turning into either series maybe movies or tv series or this will be now on amazon as a series yeah um so we wanted we wanted to to talk about like shows, podcasts that we could think of that would make good TV shows in some way or another. And this is the uh, listener engagement part of the show. We want you to send in, tweet us, let us know what are your, we're going to share our, our kind of like what we think and just think outside the box. What, what would, what great podcast would turn into shows? And, and so right, I, yeah, and and right now, right now, stop, stop listening. Go to Twitter, tweet at hashtags pod. Send us a show. We'll wait. We'll wait. Podcast. We'll wait. Send us a, a podcast that you think the name of a podcast. Even if, if you want to tag it, mention it, all that, or just send us the name of it and tweet it to us and let us know, and we'll wait. Okay, we're done waiting. We're back. <laughs> we have some. Those were some great recommendations. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we, me and Adam, came up with a few of our. Uh, yeah, I'll share mine first. Uh, avid podcast listeners. One of my favorites, which I mention all the time, uh, I still really enjoy it very much. So, um, it's not a big stretch to be made into TV. It's just a different style of commentary. So, the Sporkful by Dan Poshman, he. Uh, it's a 
kind of behind the food, a podcast for uh, eaters. So he'll do series like Other People's Foods, Who Is This Restaurant For? And I just think like that stylistically would be a really awesome series. Um, and just tons of food shows. But what's novel is the fan base from going from podcast to show. Um, another one that I could, I could see a couple more that I could see. Um, one is two of them are by Washington post and the daily. Oh, the ones by New York times. So the daily, the daily news show, uh, can he do that? And constitutional two other podcasts by Washington post. So these are like more in depth reporting and why I think this would be interesting as a series um, they would be entering entering into like Vice's world. So Vice has Vice News Tonight, and they do um, quick but more in depth. And the Daily will take like one topic, um, and have made, like great guests. And I know these shows exist, but again, well, every show exists. Yeah, but taking it's di- but a little bit different because when you're doing audio storytelling, and if you could transfer that, I would actually enjoy watching um, the dialogue. It'd be like a anchor show, but then it would like break off into um, the kind of like vice reporting footage. Um, so those are mine. I had another one, but I'll leave it for you because we've had the same one. I put, you'll see, I put exclamation points after it, mm-hmm. which I kind of figured that would happen. The uh, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the the Gimlet shows. Gimlet makes a bunch of different shows, and uh. So they they started with startup, and they also have one called the pitch, um, that is essentially a um, a recounting of a pitch to venture capitalists to to get funding by a by a startup founder. It's it's the real pitch where he or she goes in and and goes does the back and forth with with the um, the people that he's trying to get funding from he or she is trying to get funding from um they did crime town which season one was based in uh my hometown of providence oh, man, that, that would make a great show <laughs> it would it, i mean it's 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 like a documentary i mean that's so here's the thing like all these shows and the the other one was uh the chris lady documentary that was called mogul um that they've done and i think they're going to keep doing those so all these like crime town there's going to be a season two we just don't know what city it's going to focus on yet. Mogul, I think they're probably going to do another season of that. It's very reminiscent of like HBO, um, right. where H- HBO does, you know, True Detective, and there's diff- there's seasons, and the the seasons are different individually. You know, there's different stories, um, but with with these, yeah, they've been done before. I mean, the format has been done before on tv where someone goes in and pitches basically the pitch is like shark tank but i think it's it's more much more real a good point is who's going to pick up these so for instance for lore on amazon that's like the walking dead team and Mm -hmm. other directors so it's like they're bidding for these projects and getting the best people to do these because it's not just novel it's um yeah it's all been done. Yeah. It's all been done before. So like they, they want to compete and be the first and you have a baked in fan base. It's a new way to present the content. I mean, the walking dead started as a comic book. 
they took the comic book and they said, we need to make this a TV show or graphic novel. I mean, whatever it was for, it was a comic book. And a baked in fan base as well. So there baked you go. In fan base. Although you always run the risk where that's involved, where we're now they're at the point or they have been at the point for the past couple of years, kind of like game of Thrones where like walking dead, as far as I know, I haven't read the comic book. Um, and I'm also, it did deviate. I think but, I'm like a season behind on Walking Dead right now or half yeah. a season. But yeah, from by all accounts, it like deviated from different things and, and put people in different positions, and which is fine. I, I have no problem with that. I mean, maybe if I read the comic book, I'd be more upset. Um, but Game of Thrones, they are totally off the map because they don't have the books to go by. <laughs> um, the books aren't caught up um, to where the show is. So, so yeah, it's there's the with these other shows though if you're like getting back to facebook and watch and all that content like if you're facebook why why wouldn't you go to gimlet and be like we want to own exclusive rights to taking whatever shows you guys make whatever shows you guys make we have our pick like if we want to do this one we want to do this one whenever <laughs> we want to own the rights to your sure your content we, and think about it it's not ending up on network television these aren't right they're ending up on showtime and and hbo and in amazon uh so why wouldn't they want like you just said why wouldn't facebook want to compete for that and i think know, they will i think they will it, it will get to that it has to because netflix and amazon are already there netflix and amazon are already at the point of making their own stuff right. Also, like Netflix is making movies. There's, there's another one coming. I don't think it's out yet, but the, the one with Will Smith. Um, there's one coming out with Will Smith. They just they made one uh, about the Gulf Wars, I think sort of mm-hmm. that fiction with Brad Pitt, right? I watched that. It was it was it was good for being like a basically a TV movie, Netflix movie. Well, and I think like if you look who's grabbing up the talent, uh, which is what this is. Um, so even YouTube stars like the HBO series insecure was a YouTube series. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um, I've heard nothing but great things about that show. I need to watch that show. Uh, so she had a YouTube series for, for quite a long time and then bam, now it's like a TV show, um, at such a higher level. So, so even, so even aside from like HBO, throw HBO in that mix too with Netflix and Amazon and Facebook. Oh yeah. Because they're they're the original ones for these these types of these pieces of content, the the rights to things. When people say um, when Netflix is producing HBO quality originals, that's what they say. House uh, of Cards, that level. House of Cards is on that level. House of Cards, I could easily have seen that on HBO. Like, yeah, I could have seen that coming out and being every a Sunday night show on HBO. For sure. Um, so, what do you think, like? TV shows could be turned into podcasts. Do you see it the other way around? Oh, well, wait. The, we can't sp- skip over the one we both mutually That's put true. on there. Was, was um, 99% Invisible. I'll let, you, I'll let you talk about that that one real quick, Adam. Oh, so just like with Roman Mars, kind of like really the unknown. Like what, what things are around us in everyday life, design or structures or you know things that you've seen like giant arrows in the desert as you fly. Stories. Or, what is that arrow there? You know, what, what are these towers there for? Um, I love that show because it like, it stirs some, the unknown, something inside of you that like now, you know, it makes you more interesting 
person to have these conversations. Like, did you know? So that makes a total, total sense to be um, a show. And again, my mind for some reason keeps going back to networks, picking this stuff up. And I know it's not going to be networks. They won't. I mean, they're stupid. That's, they're dumb enough that they wouldn't do it. They're dying. I mean, it could be like I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna throw them eighteen or AT and T, the audience network. It could be AT and T Directv. They could anybody who's gonna like have a production house now. Sure, uh, they could be in the mix and money. <laughs> and I, the reason I mentioned audi- audience is their channel on Directv because they picked up Tim Ferriss, so they had one specifically. And, and again, that makes more sense to live on a Facebook watch. Well, they have, so they have Dan Patrick also, who's a, a huge, like, uh, uh, the radio show is huge, but they, from day, day one, they put it on TV on the audience network too. Um, and that's been pretty, pretty solid. <laughs> it's still right. on. Um, and then a new show that's on, which I haven't seen it. I don't have direct TV, but I keep hearing about it on Dan Patrick is Mr. Mercedes, which was, was that a Stephen King book? It was. I watched the first one of that, and I heard, heard that's an awesome show. Like, if you're into the the type of show that it is, it's- that show could have been like yeah, easily on Netflix, yeah, uh, or HBO. Right? I don't know viewer numbers of that, but um, you know, Directv users, AT and T users. I feel like that's going to be one that I mean, it's on Directv, so people are exposed to it, so they can. So that's the other part of it is they can promote it all over Directv as much as they want. They can have it sitting in the guide, which I'm sure they do. Um, like pre pre launch for that show, I'm sure they had the the strip sure. for Mr. Mercedes being promoted. Um, you know, click, click the the enter button to to get a reminder when it's coming on. Episode this is like, um, like that. That makes me think. This is a bit of a tangent, but it makes me think like so. Netflix gets network TV shows a season late sometimes. Amazon, Hulu, they all get it. So it makes me think like. Would Netflix pick get you know Directv uh, audience originals? Would eventually a series from Facebook end up on? Because HBO series end up in there. Um, well, Amazon has, has HBO. They don't have the the they show HBO shows, but they're not real time and they're not right. like recent, like you said. Um, you know who does though is iTunes. <laughs> I can go into iTunes and I can buy because I have to do it now because I don't have cable. A season or something. Yeah. Well, the Walking Dead. I can go on the night. The night it airs, I want to say, either after a couple hours or the next day, I can go on and buy that episode. Sure. Right before. So there's, you know, Netflix and Amazon already have. You're already paying a subscription. They're trying to they're trying to win you over, which is why Amazon has added HBO, um, HBO content because HBO has rewatchable content and it has content that you can binge. That you've heard, you keep hearing all about it. Like how many people are out there that still have never seen one episode of The Sopranos? I bet right. there's a lot, <laughs> but it's a yeah. great show. You know, and yeah. it's some, like there's now there's all these shows that are out. I hear it every day. People are like, oh, it's on my list. Oh, it's I, it's on my list of shows to watch. Oh, I'll get to it eventually. And, and they do, you know, it may not be tomorrow, but a month from now, six months from now, it doesn't matter because it's there mm-hmm. It's there. And that's what they're counting on is that if like Amazon, Netflix, if they have this content sitting there for enough time, then at some point, like you're going to see it 10 times 
every time you go in there and you're like, oh, I don't have time to watch it right now. I don't want to get into it right now. I'm going to save that for another day. And this is why this show is called More Than Hashtags. Yeah. All of our worlds are merging. Can you imagine <laughs> if Facebook produced House of Cards? Like, I know it sounds crazy, but it could happen. All you have to do is a couple of talent acquisitions. Um, well, just the content, just the, the, the production house. The, like, the, the famous thing with, with, with House of Cards, have you heard that? The, I don't know the whole story, but I know that Kevin Spacey and the, I think it was the creators of the show, but he was very much behind it as well. They went everywhere. They took that. Mm-hmm. that oh, yeah, I did hear that. Everywhere, including HBO including yep. HBO and Netflix were, were the ones that were like, Oh yeah, let's do it. And we want, we want a full season and we'll guarantee season two. And so that was before I forget what year it was, but it must've been what 2012 hmm. or so 2013. Cause what season are we in with, with house of cards right now? Six, five oh, or six. I, I, think in, I think we're in five or six on the new one. Um, and and it comes out yearly. Now the first couple seasons maybe came out two in one year, but call it twenty thirteen, whatever. They <laughs> this was before right. people were really doing this. Netflix didn't have anything like that of that type of quality. Netflix I mean, was a better popularity. red box. Netflix was a better red box. <laughs> <laughs> And and hopefully, hopefully Redbox is the is the what Netflix used to be. Right, and I was gonna say hopefully well, you know, way worse, but hopefully every time I log into Netflix, there's just a plethora of new shows. And I'm like, I hope this is not turning into Netflix or Redbox. I hope it's not like you have ten fantastic shows and like three hundred eh you know. I so, guess one yeah. one more thing I wanted to mention since we're talking about like all this crossover. Um, I'll just throw another one in the mix. Doesn't make any sense at all. Um, so Spotify mm-hmm. just hired, uh, just lost their vice, their um, vice president head of video. <laughs> lost. <laughs> uh, well, they they just left last week, and then today they just hired um, a new uh, head of video and. Oops. For Spotify Studios, all right. Wasn't the guy that was in charge of the podcast strategy? So the last guy was in charge of podcasts and video. Okay. This person is now vice president head of Spotify Studios and video, and they came from Disney. So why this connects is because Disney is going to take out all their stuff from Netflix, and they're going to make their own streaming service. And now this guy came from Disney and now is leading – Spotify Studios and video, which so, I don't think that means Spotify is not going to all of a sudden have Disney content. It's it's still it's oh still, no yeah I'm just like a, yeah the accu hire like the the talent is crossing over yeah so like we know Spotify is a subscription music on demand is awesome who's to say that's who's to say it's all that's going to be because like the this great branding like for me Spotify doesn't have a connotation just to music and a lot of people it does i think most people it does but i think but I, I, I think i'm noticing a lot of brands like de-branding or just like i know this this may this may hurt, hit at your core 
but just when you saw just dunk a couple of Dunkin' Donuts shops just drop donuts and say Dunkin'. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? That doesn't hurt me. That I, I your love for Dunkin'. Well, we all call it Dunkin' anyway. We do. No, that yeah. was a that was a bit of a tangent, but it's interesting <laughs> to watch this like evolving landscape. Um, and we need to just pay attention to it because all the stuff is merging. Like we kept like dogging on network 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 TV because they're just not. They can keep. They can launch their own streaming apps, but they're not. Who's going to lead is is probably the intersection of content and social. You know, somewhere in there. Spotify is, is a huge player in this. Look, the whole and and on uh, my favorite. I, I mean, I have to probably say that it's it's my favorite is the Ringer Network on Bill Bill Simmons has been podcasting since whatever it started almost pioneer of big big time podcasting and on the ringer network one of the shows this week um they were talking about pivot to video Mm -hmm. right and more in the grander scheme of things of how like all these like the like the media is doing this pivot to video a lot of the newspapers or the online publications pivot to video as a reason to like really cut Cut the staff. Their editorial staff, yeah. You don't need need editors to write video, no. (laughs) But for for this purpose, where where I'm coming from with Pivot to Video is that, like, it's all headed video, the video way, which we all know. It's been, this has been going on, if you're just reading a post about it that's written, like, today, that person needs a new job because the, the Pivot to Video um, or the the move to video by a lot of places. This has been going on for years. Oh, sure. For years. So, um, and a lot of it was forced by Facebook's algorithm. Like if right. Well, YouTube even. I mean, YouTube even before Facebook because True. because YouTube once once people started realizing that YouTube was was a search engine, not a social media network, that it, they defined it as a search engine, which only happened really. I don't know, four years ago, five, where people really, really started categorizing it <laughs> as it's, a search engine. It's owned by, by a search engine. Yeah. That's... Right. So maybe when Google bought it, it, people, it took people a few months or a year to be like, oh, well, yeah, it's a search engine. That makes sense. Um, so with, with YouTube, that started everything. That really like started the ball rolling. And then Facebook absolutely when Facebook picked up on the fact that, well, we're going to move into video heavy and Mm -hmm. favor video in posts. And then all the, the good and the bad that came along with that. Sure. Um, Yeah. So, so now, now you're talking about these, like who's getting left behind is the networks, which is hilarious. Yeah. I mean, hilarious. When I go into when I go to Spotify, there's some channels in there and I'm sure you notice this. It's all music videos. So they're literally becoming early MTV without even having to say it. They are. I mean, I, I plugged in Spotify in my car one time and literally I didn't even know it could do this. The video popped up in the display. It was playing. I was like, what? Yep. Yep. I was just going to say that that's it. It auto does it now. Yeah. It auto does it. It's like in the middle of the feed, they'll, they'll throw in, Sometimes, sometimes it is a video instead of yeah but so, it plays a song it plays it in the car still but it's a video playing on your phone too 
it's going to be an interesting next five years because I'm not at all like there's some big players. Two, I say, dude, two years, two years even. Because who's to say somebody's like, "Mm, we're going to buy up, we're going to buy up Spotify. Oh, we're going to, or Spotify is going to buy up somebody else, or AT and T, Directv is going to buy up somebody else. Well, does does Vimeo just sit around and do nothing? I mean, it has its place, but I think like it's a. You're right. You're right. It's a fantastic, like high resolution. Like if you're producing that content, you're going to put it there as the producer. It's and it's already going there. So I I think where I'm going more. My head always goes is like, well, it's the platform. Yeah. Am I if I'm HBO? Do I want to buy Vimeo? <laughs> if I'm Facebook, do I want to buy Vimeo? Yeah. Like, because then you're talking about you're bringing in. And if they did it right, you're probably about to say this: the creators that huge community of loyal creators. If you do it right, if, if anyone spent any time at all and went through that amazing content that's in Vimeo, that's what I'm going to call you out right now. You, you do uh, discovered on medium. Like every day you do a post. I'm going to have you do a discover on Vimeo post. Work it, work it in your mix. (laughs) So, uh, real quick, real real quick. (laughs) The, the the found on medium stuff that yeah. happens on my page is is because I have a if this then that setup where if I so I have to be careful so you like it if I like a post it goes on my Facebook page as found on medium that's pretty cool though well, I didn't know you were doing that <laughs> it, it is except like now here's practical I, media practical social like media post, it goes there. yeah, and, yeah. And it's it's good and it's bad. So I, I just have to know that, okay, well, this is going to go on the page. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but it's the same reason, like, my interaction on LinkedIn, I really want to comment on some people's stuff, and I really want to like it, but I know the second I like it, it amplifies it to all my followers on LinkedIn, which actually probably doesn't matter. <laughs> but, but in any case, yeah, so we're actually self-editing because we know an action yeah. warrants an equal reaction. You know, and it, it all has its place. I... I uh, I keep meaning to turn it off to be honest because it just it, it messes with with posts like it messes with yeah. the algorithm in general if you have too many posts like it just messes with it so um, anyway that's uh so we were talking about what the what TV shows could be turned into podcasts we really couldn't come up with any because I mean other than like I was I know no specifics other than like audio dramas or perhaps something to go deeper in the side of the story after the show or uh, it doesn't work both ways. It, yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't. It's maybe Prove some, us wrong. Give us an, some examples. Well, look, other than like a new show interview show, like 60 minutes, right? 60 minutes potentially could be turned into a podcast. Oh yeah. Um, Anderson Cooper, a lot like, of the shows they do it already back. Yeah. They, and they do it now. Like our, that's actually bad practice because that's, that's like when people used to post the same thing on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram across the board. The so, ones the ones that can get away with it for real are the ones that are like Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick is a radio show that they also have a, a video component on DirecTV that you can watch the show. They add other things into it on TV that you don't see or you don't hear on the radio. But gotcha. they also they also do a podcast. Yep. Um, Rich Eisen for the NFL Network. Same thing does the same thing with direct direct TV, and so the radio shows. And I want to. I, I I would. I think it's safe to say, like Howard Stern was really the one that 
drove that several years ago, even before he was on Sirius. He was doing he was doing the the video, um, the the radio show broadcasting on TV on E Network or something. Yeah, yeah, it was it was great. It was great. And then the, and the thing is, like, you're hearing stuff you want to see. So it was like uh, audible clickbait, essentially. Yeah. But then even then, he was, I mean, we're talking about 10, almost 10 years ago, he was doing this. Like, that he would have, they'd do interviews with the guests in the green room. Oh, even more than that. Yeah. You know? Where, well, I'm talking about on the TV show. Uh, right. They had the TV show that they were showing for, for hours. Um, but they would do the extra content. You'd see behind the scenes and stuff. So, right. you know, anyway, um, we couldn't really come up with any that worked really well going the other way from TV shows turning to podcasts other than like an interview show, which is basic stuff. Yeah, like I mean, there's all, audio. there's like dozens of Game of Thrones podcasts, but it's like more like after the show type feel. So oh, it's total. Doesn't, tra- doesn't yeah, translate. No, no. no it's, it's not. Yeah. It, so here's what would be fun with that one with those types of shows. And then we'll move on to the next thing. Um, Game of Thrones where you have a second screen on your phone where you're watching it. And I think this actually, this something similar to this just came out on product hunt today Hmm. Um, where you're watching, you're watching the show with your friends, but you're not all in the same house same room but it's on like you don't even have to have the show on your phone that you're watching it you could all just be watching it however you're watching it but you have some like a group facetime or a group walkie-talkie audio thing going on where you're all oh my god (laughs) but that doesn't transfer to a podcast it doesn't transfer to a podcast necessarily no it's it's more along the lines of like a live a live reaction video if you will, that like is popular on YouTube. So you, you got me looking at, you got me looking at product hunt. I'm scrolling down. Yeah. I'll tell you it's uh, so there's, well, there's one five down. It's hilarious. And then we'll talk about this at the end of the show. Well, this one is called, um, hold on. It may not have downloaded yet. Well, you look for it. There's one I'm laughing at. It's called YouTube notch mode. Oh, I did not see that. Bring the magical world, bring the magic of the iPhone X new, dip, new display to YouTube. I think it has to be spoof because in the new iPhone 10, there's a notch for your camera and in, in landscape mode, this has to be, Oh God, it has to be a joke. Yeah. It has to be a joke. Cause it's like, there's like the logo and it has a notch out of the play there's button. The magic. That's hilarious. Um, the one I was, the one I was looking at actually had a pretty good amount of likes. It was right above that stardust. Okay. Friends and fans sharing video reactions to movies and TV. So I don't know exactly how that one works. I I was downloading it, but it's not done downloading it. So um, anyway, but the the shows you're talking about are like, yes, the reaction, like immediately after the show's over, they hop on and do like a podcast. Like Talking Dead. Yeah, that's not bad. Totally. It's good. I like it. It builds affinity to the, yeah, totally. I can see it. I, and I already see, again, the Ringer Network already kind of does this. Um, the power of the immediacy. Yeah. And the, 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 that visceral reaction to things. Like, even with the NFL happening now, NFL Sundays, Ooh. after the games are on, getting on and doing, like, a show about 
the game I, that day. I actually thought of a use case to go from show to podcast. Canceled okay. series. Canceled series? Canceled series that people fight for to get back. And sometimes they end up going to Netflix. But what if they don't? So what if the creators get back the rights and they want to continue that storytelling? They don't have the budget. So they start churning out these episodes with you know diversity of sound, all the sound effects, all the actors or whatever on podcasts hmm. to keep the fans growing. And then I mean, my point is to get it back on TV. But like, <laughs> and then, then they, are, they already have the episodes re- ready to go. They just have to film them. Yeah. I don't know. No, no, I, I wasn't. La- I was laughing. I was laughing at, at getting it back on TV. That yeah, would be sure. that would be funny if it. <laughs> People fought for a lot of shows. Uh, no, I know. Like Family on. Guy was one of them. But yeah, I, sure. But if they, if they, if they fought to get it back on TV after it did like a a season of a, of an audio yeah series, that would be that would be funny. I think if so, if they put it back on. Um, the next like thing. Like the next thing we want, we were going to talk about is really timely. Um, you you texted me and you're like, "Hey, what's the uh, you know what's what's the guide? What what's the rules of posting on 911? You know for, for yeah. What are, what are your rules? You know what brands. Are, what are your Bad. rules, Adam? Um, well, I'm not posting for any brands right now. So I, <laughs> no, just just in, in your head. In it, your it got head. it got me thinking because you know yeah. we're 16 years out, um, and not just not just 911, but there's a hurricane, there's a disaster, there's a, um, any tragedy that, that just sucks up the news cycle. Um, what's the point of your scheduled piece of content going out or what's the point or, or should you create something very, um, specific? One thing that I actually loathe is when people try to work their brands really hard into something like that. Now, listen, if Oreo wanted to do something with the Eclipse, which was a no-brainer, but they didn't do anything with the Eclipse, they should have. Um, I would and think... The Eclipse is different. <laughs> the Eclipse is way different. So here, I'll make up something. Disclaimer, this is not real. This is a, this is a completely made-up, fictitious social media post. The cringeworthy factor of this, because I, I want to take a, a well-known brand, if they did this, they didn't. If McDonald's put two fries on a landscape, um, Mm. Like on a tray, and they said two fries, and the fries were uh, reminiscent of the Twin Towers. And they said something like spelled out in ketchup, always remember. Like a flag. Yeah. Yeah. Really bad. Don't do that. Don't like try to brandize, if that's even a word, uh, these these events. Just don't do it. Like, don't spell it out with flower petals or Skittles. It's not Uh, a marketing opportunity. (laughs) There you go. So, my (laughs) thing was if it makes sense, if it makes sense and it's your brand voice um, and you would know that, yeah, do something like thoughtful. If your um, employees were touched by that or if, whatever you have to like, is it your brand voice? Is it appropriate? Should you just not post anything? Look, so, specifically for nine 11, here's who it's, here's who it's appropriate. Like if you want to be totally pure about it, here, here's who I would say it's appropriate to post on 9-11. Something referencing 9-11 would be like, was it American Airlines? Right, the, the, the plane, right? So the airlines that were involved, New York City, New York City's emergency responders, police, fire, rescue, um, the mayor, you know, uh, um, what was the other one I was thinking? Oh, the, the, the companies that were affected, mm-hmm. 
right by the by the attacks that were had people in the buildings like remembrances memorials right that type of stuff like i don't need mark Wahlberg tweeting a picture of like the light from the towers and a flat like that's great mark that's great you remember i that wasn't even that bad i'm just saying like in general like there's really not a reason to do that other than you're expressing your your like sadness and all this stuff. Okay. I we we and, get and then you could be a brand that has no reason rationale for posting at all. And yet you do. Such as? So give me this example. So I texted it to you and your your guttural reaction was fantastic. <laughs> so Did I swear? Did I swear? I don't know. Did I text you a swear, a curse word? But specifically, well, okay, you're just taking a long, good long time, so let's tell you. So, oh no, I know which one. It was. I, I didn't know you were waiting for me to. Yeah, to, yeah, lay it oh. out. Oh, oh. well, <laughs> it was the Veggie Tales. Veggie Tales, right? Veggie Tales had so faith-based children's series of vegetable characters. <laughs> so that aside, for how ridiculous that is, if you've seen the cartoons. Saturday Night Live does a really funny thing about them. So in the photo, do you know who those two characters are? I'll tell you. I don't know their names, but go ahead. It's like the So so there's Bob the Tomato and Larry the Cucumber. Cucumber, okay. And what was the saying on there? Was it like always always remember or something like that? Never forget. Never forget. The hashtag. What? what Or they said it in a a word bubble. Didn't they say it in a word bubble? Yeah, but it was was an image on their Facebook and Twitter page. What on earth are a tomato and a cucumber saying never forget? Like. Uh, hold on i want to pull it up keep, keep talking but but they um <laughs> they that was ridiculous that was absolutely ridiculous it is okay to skip a day yes not post i mean unless you like if it makes sense that you're gonna like and even like putting the yeah, if you're thinking oh, i'm gonna put that video back up there because i know it's gonna get a lot of video engagement don't do it. Like, first of all, I don't think mentally I can see a lot of that anymore. Like, not that I, I don't care. Not that I, I, like, I remember it. We all remember the moments, but like, look, there's, there's the, a time, there's a time and a place. And I think there's a reason why networks like will air the series two weeks, three weeks a month in advance. Like I've seen some of that, but in any yeah. case, the post, the just, just so we'll be clear, it's the background is the American flag. <laughs> the two characters are um, the cucumber and the tomato. It says <laughs> never, never forget nine eleven in like white, like a not Comic Sans, but like a f- cartoonish type font. Um, the they, the tomato is is looking admirably, like admiringly up at the cucumber. Like and smiling, and the cucumbers kind of saying "Never forget 9-11 with kind of a smile on its face, and then the caption in the status update is "In memory of many, in honor of all." Never forget hashtag Never forget hashtag Veggie Tales. Like there are, if you, this is going to be, if enough people saw this, I don't know. Um, this is like the prime example. One of, if not the prime example of what what not to do. 
the, a post not to do because the other aspect of this is who's following the VeggieTales page on Facebook? Kids under 13 can't have profiles. Who is following this page? I, I don't know. I don't know how many followers they have. Are, are these people? 600,000. 600,000. Like, so there it's, it's aimed at because the show is like Christian based. It's aimed at that. Well, I'm scrolling through and I'm seeing like they do this. For, basically, they got your calendar and they said they did it for Labor Day. Have a great Labor Day. Oh, yeah, that's fine. And they got, but it, that is fine because they got the, the yeah, it is fine. It's the totally cucumber fine. in a hard hat and the tomato in a suit. But it's not 9/11 and, and asparagus doing something else. <laughs> and so it looks like they're doing so just so you know because i really wanted to go back and look at the comments yeah what are the comments on here? they removed both of them they re- removed the photo off um twitter and facebook it's gone so if that tells you what the comments were um i it, it was obviously that bad uh, but every single like here they did one for national cheese pizza day um so basically they're just doing themed images well, sure yeah which is fine go for it go for it but not on not then, what, this type of day. So, so tell me what the other one you saw, because you sent me one that someone was offering me thirty five percent discount on some meaningless goods. Oh well, it wasn't even the, the one from tonight that I sent you. Yeah. Yep. Oh well, I don't know if you actually looked at it. It it wasn't. Yeah, it said get fifteen percent off. Go go back and look at that again. Well, it was Times Square. It's it's for this company called Tour the Planet. This Instagram account, Tour the Planet. Um, it's. It's someone holding up a phone in Times Square. All you see is the picture, is, is the hand with a watch, um, which the watch may be, you know, product placement even, um, holding, it, holding a phone. And in, in the phone, the phone uh, screen, it's almost like they're taking a picture. The phone screen is, you see the Times Square, like, tall. Um, where the ball drops. Screen where the ball drops. And flying over, you see a, it's a plane clear as day, like a jetliner flying over the top of it. So I'm sure they're thinking like, travel to New York, say 15%. No, no, no. Posting this, on 9-11. This was posted on 9-11. There is zero chance that this was like, uh, okay, I won't say zero chance. For this to be an accident is like ridiculous. They Because... It's also, it's a repost from like a user. It says photo by this, this person, but that person didn't post a photo necessarily. Oh, I got, I actually, I got you where you're coming from. Cause like we're talking about them now. Um, and last week we talked about, um, we don't at me, bro. Somebody who posted a big hurricane sale on, right. Is yeah. On nine 11, they're posting this picture of, of a, a plane flying over a building in New York and it's for this sale. Like there's all kinds of wrong mm-hmm. with this even. And then the comments, even from the ones that I saw and I, I have here in the screenshots, like people are like not the best choice of image today, kind of inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. A little uncool. You could have chosen any of your other thousands of adventure pictures to post it. Um, oh, sorry. It, yeah. I'm laughing because it's like, this keeps happening. And well, how do you, you, you can't, you can't do that. If you're this company, you, you're, unless they meant to like, they wanted to make Mashable or something, but the backlash is, is, is so much greater 
No, I don't, I don't even think it was that. I, I, I think it was, the more I think about it, I do think it potentially was like the person managing the account was probably so scheduling tweets, yeah. scheduling posts on Instagram because they can, you could do that sort of. Um, but uh, they didn't realize, they didn't even think about it because maybe, maybe they were eight years old on 9-11 yeah it's <laughs> hard to say now they're 24 and they're managing social media for this this company which i don't think is huge i haven't looked at it yet but you know what i mean so it's like someone that's younger the impact of, for them maybe isn't as much it's not as indelible in their memory you know I, i'm just trying to think of any reason why this would have happened yeah because that like to me and you this this would be like okay well let's let's even wait until october to post this image well and now let's do this in august let's not even do it in september to make this like real practical you have to have contingency plans like laid out like if if a tragic event or something happens or is it especially there's two things there's two things right because this is like in this remembrance. Is yeah, yeah, this is 9-11. You know it's coming. Every year, when you sit down and you, you like, what you should do, even if it's, maybe it's a month ahead of time, you sit down and you note, okay, here's, here's what we have to be aware of upcoming next month. Like zero brand related. Linking to nothing. <laughs> if you say anything. Yeah, let's not, let's not do anything. Or if we're a tourism company, like, we have to handle this very with kid gloves, I, I'd rather they stay away personally, but if they're going to post something like they're a travel company, so they could maybe do something around New York yeah. or so, something like, I mean, all in all set up some policies. Like if you're managing a brand or um, I would say like, what is the situation for? Uh, basically I've had people come to me. Should we post something like, right. Did, did we post something these three other times? No. Okay. Well, after this, at today, we're going to set something in policy that we shouldn't respond, or we should. Like, we don't have to respond. Think about it. This is when network TV does come in play. People are not on social right away, and they're going to go to the TV, or they're going to go to well, Twitter. I, I did. Yeah. I did. I digress. Your last thing you want to do is waste your time to be in that feed and get lost. What's the point? Um, so, unless you can be useful and helpful. Risk versus reward. What yeah. are you what are you gaining versus what are the chances that you're taking of really so again, this is another one that will be used because I, I didn't take this myself. I got this from a somewhat prominent Facebook group uh, for social media people that people will use this in their presentations <laughs> to companies, uh, to executives, to oh, so here's a good question for hundreds you. of people that they're speaking to. Any of the clients that you manage, did you post anything on 9-11? I did. Um, I didn't. The, the salon, no. Um, the, uh, so, some of the others, no. The one that I, that I did personally was um, our, our garage because the owner of the garage, number one, he he's, loves being out in the community, right? East Valley. Here in, in Arizona, great. It was more. I'm not gonna. I didn't look at it. But it was more well, of a he, statement then, or no? It wasn't even that. So he's he was a firefighter in Phoenix. Gotcha. Right. 
So, so actually back it up a little bit for Harvey, I think it was for Harvey. Maybe I think it was for Harvey. Um, there was a photo that like the Phoenix police department was sending out this like tactical team to Houston to go help. And so we reposted that because right? that made sense for this, for nine 11, um, the city of Gilbert did a live stream of their memorial service. So we just reposted that. That's a good use of it. Right. right yep. I mean, and, and I actually, you know what? Someone even commented. They were like, one of the guys uh, that's like a fan of the page, he commented, he's like, he's like, I don't, you know, I don't know why like the city didn't promote this enough, but thank you for, thank you for posting this here. I found this and I, I was, I was like looking for it. Um, so that was, that was cool. I mean, look, the goal of that, did it get a million like reach and all this stuff? No, who cares? Like it's, it's totally um, a, a commemorative thing, a, a memorial, like a, rec- a recognition of right. what has happened. That's, that's what it is, right? And same thing with like here locally in Arizona, we have the Yarnell fire deal that happens every, it's, it's on my, I think it's on my birthday every year, July 31st, somewhere around there. And, and that's like flags go to half mast, you know, it's like a big deal around here that the, the, um, Oh gosh, what do they call them? The, the, the shooters, the, the something, the, the 19 firefighters, they, they died. They were killed, um, in Yarnell, like the big, and I know a lot of local businesses raise money every year. Yeah, they do. Um, so yeah, you don't want to come off sounding insensitive, but you also want to honor. It depends on yeah, local. Good. That's a now with with the hurricane. With the hurricane, my, the salon, um, they did. So they decided they wanted to donate portions of their sales for the month of September to uh, Red Cross. It's well, even like the other, like what the five or six presidents that got together and they chose yep. another yet again, another, uh, and that's fine. It's fine. Actually, like as long as people are doing what they need to do. Uh, so, and that is our show. We made it. We made it through another one. Boy, we went way more than hashtags. Way, way more. Thanks, Vincent. All right, man. See Good you next show. week. See you next week.